Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, Waniacs. Hello, horny babies. We're back and we apologize for taking a week off, but we had some very important mic-related things to do. We had to be groovy. We had <laughs> to be horny. I had to be Randy and I had a lot of um, swinging going yeah, on as well. Yeah, a lot. I was up to my neck in swings. And no, you swung from one coast to the other coast. Yeah, I had to go all the way over to Perth, swing it up over there, mm-hmm. and then swing it all the way back over here. And you met some cool horny babies over there. I in met Perth? some horny babies, I met some Slaters, I met some people who didn't know who I was. And who is you? <laughs> oh, I is Cameron James. Who is you? Me, Alexi Toliopoulos. <laughs> and we are the Mic Check kids. We're Mike's types. We're two sexy bitches. (laughs) We love Mike Myers. That's what this show is all about. We watch the films of Mike Myers just to check if they're still good. And most of the time, they are. They're freaking awesome. We've gone through so many of them so far. uh, We're up to the Shrek era, which is both exciting and daunting for us. But Mm -hmm. we've been lucky enough to go back and watch some of the classics multiple times. Specifically, most recently... We rewatched Wayne's World for, I would estimate, the seventh time yeah. in the last 12 months. I would say so. And we watched it for what reason, Alexi? Uh, we hosted the 25th anniversary screening at the Hayden Orpheum Picture Palace in Cremorne. That's right. We had a packed house full of Waniacs. It was like 200 people or 200 more. 200 people came out to watch the film with us. And it was... We've screened it before. Yeah. And it was great the first time. But this time, I mean... 200 people quoting along to yeah, this movie, singing along anticipating to laughs, singing along to Bohemian Rhapsody. And like, I mean, it was just, it was so much fun. It was dynamite. It was dynamite. And it is a, I love this movie yes. so It's a full on you know classic. What was insane to me was like, you know, we gave an introduction or whatever. We watched the movie and we hung out just as mates after we went and got dinner we still talked about Wayne's World <laughs> for half an hour, 45 minutes about how good it was. It's like, just so how do good. we still have stuff to say about this movie and still be able to talk to it? Uh, because it is excellent. Like that first, the first 30 minutes of that movie to me is, uh, if I one day, please God, if I get to be a film lecturer, <laughs> that is what I would use to go, this is perfect film world building. Yeah. The first 30 yep, yep. minutes of that movie is just perfect. I would probably... The next 60 minutes, also 
perfection. But not world building. No, the next because the minutes, world is built now. They just live in. Yeah. So when people talk about world building, you know, they talk about they talk about your Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. They talk about your Game of Thrones. Mm. No one's talking about the Wayne's World Cinematic. Let Universe. me try and do my my speech, please. Hello, students. Hello, teacher. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming into my classroom. And today, I'm going to teach you a little bit about world building. Oh, question. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a mature age student. <laughs> You may speak. You have the floor, man, five, six years older than myself. Thank you. Um, I'm recently divorced. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm recently divorced. My name is Pam, but you can call me ma'am. And, yes, ma'am. And thank you. Did you say Pam or ma'am? Ma'am. Okay, thank you. I have a quick question. Is you this... may speak. Thank you. I already was. <laughs> is this going to be related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, now, if I may address the entire class while you speak as to what I was going to talk about, Pamelum, Mamelum, <laughs> is um, you may think that I would be coming in here and talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and how it has expertly crafted worlds over several years. Uh, well, you may think I'm talking about the universe of stars in a galaxy far, far away and talk about how that over several generations has created a world that is so richly detailed. But I, in fact, today will be talking about the world of Wayne. <gasps> wow. Aurora, Illinois. 1992. 25 years ago today, in fact. Unbelievable. It still holds up after 25 years. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit my me now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes, Cam. But actually, I kind of like being called ma'am. Okay, Kamala. <laughs> it's like, anyway, it was a joy to watch that movie with that audience, and we all had fun, and we mm-hmm. chatted to people afterwards. Yeah, we got to hang out some horny babies. Shouts to those boys and gals that came and uh, ripped into the world. Of Wayne. <laughs> You've said that twice with the same emphasis. <laughs> because I'm trying to build. You're really getting a drama. kick out of it. All right. Yes, God, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're not all about Wayne today. We're also, we've had some good news. We've mm-hmm. gotten some cool, some cool uh, tips about some more yes. mic content out there. Uh, a horny baby called Bo Loser on Facebook sent us something that made me so excited. Mm-hmm. He sent us proof that there is, in fact, another Austin Powers entry into the Austin canon out there. And, you know, I sent you a message. You didn't reply about how happy it made me. Uh, but sorry, he, I, was, I was probably having a great time in Perth. Yeah, sorry. Well, he said he sent us a message with a video link uh, to the first five minutes to an MTV Austin Powers special to help promote Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. So this is vintage Austin, mm-hmm. and it's like a live kind of to-camera special variety hour with Austin as the host. Have you watched any of it yet? I watched the first five minutes, and baby, it's Austin. Yes. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> yes, baby queen. Yes, Austin. So it's uh, it's like a variety show, like a Ming T part yes, of it. Yes, Ming T. There's singing, there's dancing, there's swinging. Well, that's so exciting. That's something we've got to do a whole episode I on can't very wait. soon. We have to buy it off eBay, though, because the whole thing isn't online. But, well, that's uh, all right. We can just add that to the tally of money that you personally have spent, have spent on, this on this podcast. Which have, Give us a look at the tally. 12,000 beans. Okay, wow. Yeah. How much have I spent? 40 cents. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I bought you some of a soft serve. You bought me a yeah. You gave me a like a loan towards a soft serve one. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you're welcome. <laughs> Cheers. So I'm looking forward to doing that one. But today we are actually going to be doing something a little bit different. Today is not a mic episode. No, 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 Monfrey. We are doing a Chris Farley episode. Yes, baby. It's a classic Aussie switch up. We are <laughs> switching it up today. Uh, we're doing an episode called A Bridge to Farley, which is a podcast I host with a good friend of ours. In fact, I might say a great friend. Sure. Great friend. Yeah. He's uh, one of our heroes, Aaron Gox. Uh, you all know Goxy from the internet. He is a meme come to life. He's Ocean Girl. He's, He's the stitch up dude. He's Guy eating corn while listening to corn with cornrows. Yeah, and he's one of our favorite comedians on the scene. We've known yeah. him for years and we absolutely love him. It was great to finally do a, an official collab with him. Mm-hmm. So that was A Bridge to Farley, hosted by <laughs> me and Aaron Cox. It's an alternative reality where we host a <laughs> podcast together instead. We're talking about the film Black Sheep, which is a Chris Farley film which is directed by Penelope Spheris, who is the director of Wayne's World. So there you go. There's your link right yep. there. If you didn't, if the SNL link wasn't enough for you, now you've got the Wayne's World link mm. right there. It's my check. It's my check. The podcast that Mike buys. And clear. Well, hello there, Tommy boys and Tommy girls. And to anyone that's a black sheep of their family, welcome to another episode of A Bridge to Farley with Aaron Gox and Alexi Toliopoulos, the only podcast where two husky comedians talk about <laughs> their hero, Chris Farley, just to check if his movies go to just the right amount or whether they go A Bridge to Farley. <laughs> <laughs> My it's name is pandemonium here. <laughs> my name is Alexi Toliopoulos. I'm your host, and with me, as always, is my mate Aaron Gox. Hello, thanks. For, I mean, not thanks, Aaron, because we're I'm a co-host of this regular <laughs> podcast, A Bridge Too Farley. Yeah, Goxy, you're you're one of the biggest Chris Farley, but fans still, just ever. thanks for not for having me as a co-host, <laughs> dude. We, we did this together. We started this venture years ago. Yeah, that's and right. we we always. We always thank each other. That's what's good about us. We always know where we're from. We're always grateful. We're just thankful to be in a world where our Lord and Savior, Chris Farley, fell onto tables. And- yeah. <laughs> he fell onto tables for us so we wouldn't have to do it later yeah. on. We could do our own brand of husky comedy later on in yes. life. Uh, we've got a special guest with us today to discuss the film Black Sheep. That's right. Who do we have? Why don't you introduce them? <laughs> uh, we have... <laughs> the host, he he does it himself. He he doesn't co-host. He's, it's a single single man podcast. The host of Calling a Spade a Spade. It's <laughs> they've never the one had a only, guest on it. <laughs> no, the one and only Cam James. How hey you guys, hey guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I do host a show called Calling a Spade a Spade. Yeah. Actually, similar to your show, we love yeah. David Spade. And when I say we, I mean me. Yeah. It's just me. You ever have a guest on there? No, I would never dream of it. Okay. Well, this- <laughs> and do you cover all eras of spade, like the the Dennis Finch years? And- yeah, the Finch years. Um, we've also got the uh, Rules of Engagement years. Nice, obviously, dude. SNL years, Hollywood Minute. You or- did the Do Over, did? The Do Over was so good. I loved the Do Over. Yeah. What do you like about the Do Over? David do-over, Spade, do-over. dude. David Spade, nice. Yeah. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah. You like uh, you like Adam. 
He's all right. Yeah. But you can't have an atom without a spade. Is that yeah. true? You're telling me. I know that saying. <laughs> I know that old saying. <laughs> but we also want to get you on today. We're doing a we're doing a crossover app where we finally get to talk about the matchup between Chris Farley mm-hmm. and David Spade. Great comedy duo. Now, you guys, I need to know a little bit more about why you guys like Chris Farley so much. Why don't you tell? In fact, Doxy, why don't you tell me first, huh? Because um, he's fantastic. What's so fantastic about him? Oh, he just just has such spirit. I love it, you know? Yeah. Such, such beauty. Yeah. yeah. He Dude, does have the beauty, The guy's right? fucking hot, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's Not hot. in that way. I just mean... I don't know, he's just so charming. And- yeah. I think what I always liked about him was that he always, he's always so, he's always so, he does stress better than anyone else. Yeah. And it's in this way where it's like just that last minute where he, like, he's kind of like, I'm in charge. I'm in charge of myself. I'm, I'm an, uh, he tries to be an authority figure at all times, yep. but still a little bit humble. And then there's something will happen that will just send him over the edge and he'll play out this stressed nature that is so good. And he starts falling on tables, dude. It's undeniable. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of a little kid um, having a tantrum or something. Like, it's like, mm. hey, and he's very sweet. Do you think he's sweet, Goxie? Yeah. He's yeah. got this, like, innocence or something about him. But that's he, what I, yeah, that's what I was trying to get across, the the charm. It yeah. Just, he's lovable. Yeah. Oh, man. Kind he's of like just you. having a crack, yeah. Yeah, he's just having a crack. Every day. And sometimes he falls on tables and cracks those tables. Yeah. It's a good metaphor for life. Yeah. Sometimes the world is just a big table that we're all landing on. Oh, man. Or a polling booth, like in this yeah. movie. Yeah. The movie that we're discussing today on A Bridge to Farley, the Chris Farley podcast, uh-huh. is a movie called Black Sheep. From yes. 1998. Not the New Zealand horror. No. See, that's what I thought it was at first, and I da- I torrented that. Sorry. Dude, you can't break <laughs> sorry, the rules, dude. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, NZ Film. Sorry, NZ Film Industry. I tried to talk. Maybe I didn't you realize can, it. Maybe you can get some funding from Peter Jackson. Yeah, I, I'm going to email Weta, and I'll be like, guys, I'm sorry. Here's five bucks. I'm sorry, I accidentally torrented your film. <laughs> I, I didn't even watch it, dude. I didn't even. But... I was tr- I was looking for the 1998. <laughs> Film with Chris Farley in it. Yeah. Do you guys have a link for it though? Yeah, and then they will hopefully send hopefully me send a DVD, a DVD or, something. or at least like a Blu-ray of it or something. Yeah, but yeah. I did, I did watch it, and I, I'd never seen it. You guys both seen it before? Oh, numerous times. Yeah, you're a fan. Probably about fifty times. Fifty times. Oh, really? oh that probably exaggerate. You know when you yeah have seen something a lot, maybe. <laughs> Nine, if I was being accurate. Yeah, nine yeah. sounds. You can, you can do whatever you want on this podcast, man. It's yeah. your show. You can lie. You can tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not under oath today. <laughs> but is this your favorite Chris Farley movie? Oh, uh, for a long time it was, but I've had to, not had to admit, it sounds silly. It's like someone held me down in duress and like, <laughs> admit it, it's not that great. <laughs> you know when you do that? When you're yeah. like, you, you keep Because you've said something's your favourite for so long, you're reluctant yeah. to slip it down a bit. Yeah. But I think Tommy Boy is a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. This is like the point where they were trying to sort of recreate Tommy mm. Boy, right? They're, yeah. they're trying to do another one. Yeah, so I've got a little bit of background info on how this movie came into being. Yeah. I think it was quite... Right, like yeah. you're saying, it yeah. was, wasn't too far after. 
I think you're right. It was kind of close, wasn't it? It was rushed into production. I think when it was Tommy Boy, 95. I think so. Yeah. And this originally after Tommy Boy, because Chris Farley blew up. You mean size wise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, was he, what was his diet? He was quite spelt. It was a bomb. <laughs> 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 he um he he became huge. Yeah, do you? You still talking about what are you talking about? I talk about Star Wars. Oh right, I thought you were talking about girth. No. Okay, cool. isn't he from Waynesville, dude? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's Garth, man, dude. I should know. I actually co-host a very small podcast about. I mean, there's Mike a Myers. sketch character in that, a fat Garth called Girth, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, mm, Wayne, you gonna eat that burger? <laughs> I don't do a good gaff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna eat that burger, Wayne? <laughs> yeah, cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. He um he um so he became quite a star. Yeah. And then uh, they had to rush into production to do something else. And they originally he was meant to, he was offered a role in the cable guy. He was offered three yeah. million beans to be in that. Mm. And then no, wait a second. There's a few <laughs> beans. Yeah, like baked beans. Yeah. Now they're good for your heart. Yeah. But I've heard the more you eat, <laughs> the more wind passes out of your rectum hole. <laughs> uh, Sphincters is what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so he- no, there's actually there's um as you if you're a regular listener to of a bridge too far you'd know we've um talked about a few times there's a few yeah stories revolving around Chris that um and one is the cable guy yeah cable guy and, and you probably well know about um Shrek as well yeah oh uh, yeah no I do know a little bit about Shrek it's quite sad actually I think he he would have um he would have made a great yeah. He would have brought a lot of his sort of childlike innocence mm. to it. Yeah. But he, Instead of just a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would I have mean, been just that Chicago accent. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been fun. It, it would have been fun, dude. They mucked up Shrek, dude. They well, mucked him up. Well, I, I mean, I am actually a Mike Myers defender. I, yeah. co- I co-host a Mike Myers podcast that I'll plug at the end of this show. Yeah, we'll I'm mainly here to talk about You're calling a spade a spade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm a Myers truther. You, you got off the Mike Myers train. It wasn't going anywhere. You had to get on that spade, the, back on yeah. the spades. <laughs> yeah, je- You're a Mike Myers truther. <laughs> yeah, I, Jet fuel doesn't melt fat bastard skin. <laughs> <laughs> So we, so they rushed into getting. Uh, they they want to capitalize once again on the David Spade yep. and Chris Farley team ups because they thought that chemistry brought a lot of a lot of a, a, something quite interesting to the table. And Lorne Michaels put this one together, producer of Saturday Night Live, and he also got on Penelope Spheris, the director of Wayne's World, because she'd already worked with an established kind of Saturday Night Live team up team. And brought them on, but it kind of sounded like they. He also got her on board as a way to kind of apologise for not getting her on for Wayne's World Two, because she was famously blackballed from that film by Mr. Mike Myers himself. Yeah, Mike, your hero, mate. One of my heroes, Mike, didn't want to work with Penelope anymore, or Nell, as I call her. And Nell got given, <laughs> she got given black sheep. 
And she apparently, I've read a little bit about this too. She was mm. a huge Chris Farley fan. She loved him. Loved him, thought he was a genius, but did not like uh, David Spade at all. In fact, there's a quote from her where she says, I never even smiled at anything David Spade has ever done. Whoa. That's brutal. brutal. And that really hurts me. Yeah. And this is this is a quote from David Spade as well. Because we here at uh, Bridge to Farley... Even though we are huge uh, mm. Chris Farley fans, we do respect what David Spade brought to the table, and we yeah. are keen listeners of yeah. calling a spade a spade. Oh, thank That's you. That's why we've got thank you on you. here today. Uh, yeah, I Thanks, think guys. I think the difference between the two is like David Spade brings something to the table. <laughs> Chris Farley jumps on it, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally and metaphorically. <laughs> but they still work together in a great way. Yeah, they do. What do you think their their chemistry is? How would you describe their chemistry? I feel like um, they work. They bounce off each other. Yeah, onto yeah. tables. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, Spade definitely could bounce off Chris Farley. Because um, yeah, yeah, no, because because I will like like I said, I I saw Black Sheep first. And I loved it and mm. put it as listed as my favorite movie for a long time. Yeah, of all movies, of all movies. Yeah, and um, Does that include films. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's since moved down to yeah. number two, but no, <laughs> um, I've come to my senses. But no, but like that's what Black Sheep is. Um, was is a lot of there's a lot of stunts and yeah. it um sort of Farley does take over a bit and um but Tommy Boy did have great um they worked very well together. Great, yeah. what do you call that? Like tete a tete, bouncing off each other. Yeah, what's it called? Yeah, repartee, repartee, tete a tete. Yeah. After 10. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm just getting a bit nuts. <laughs> no, you're right. Tommy Boy is maybe a better movie, but this one mm. still has some pretty funny Tommy stuff. Tommy Boy is it. just, yeah, it's fantastic. Classic yeah. road movie. Classic yeah. fish out of water. Yeah, everything. Fish out of water. A fish driving a car on a road trip. That's what- Oh, man. Finding Dory. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> but I, love I think it. What, it, what excites me most about their chemistry together is that. It's. It feels very casual. It just feels mm. like they are just good mates hanging out. Like there's a lot of love there, and it doesn't. It's not in a way that feels intrusive at all. Like yeah. it's just the two of them hanging out, having a great time. You see how much love is in their eyes yeah. for each other. Well, that's why maybe this one isn't as good as Tommy Boy because they're not in the movie together a mm. lot. Uh, they're kind of. They have a lot of stuff apart. Yeah, Farley's got all these. Like storylines. You know if there was any drama on set, or was there was a little drama on set because Penelope, having not liked Spade very much, I think the part, like it's not a perfect team up movie, but I think as well, not the part was reduced, but it was kind of stopped from moving those together anymore. Mm. Like she fired the writer a couple of times from the film, uh, and I think part of it. I think the way that it's kind of shown in history, it's quite against her, but I'm a big Penelope Spheris fan. And I think it's kind of one of those situations where they weren't giving her enough control from the start either. So she had yeah. to fight for it. And when you're fighting for something, you maybe push a little bit too hard. Man, you got to fight for your right to vote. Yeah. I've always said that. That's a Chris Farley quote from this movie. Yeah. And that's what this movie is all about. This is a political thriller. <laughs> <laughs> this is an absolute yes. political thriller And Penelope Spheris, her cousin Is actually Costa Gavras Who is one of the 
the the fathers of the political thriller film, including the film Z. Oh, that actually is true. Well, that's actually just something that I know, and that's a real <laughs> film fact. That's a weird tangent. And uh, not exactly relevant to this show, yeah. but I also know <laughs> if, if you're wondering who out of the 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 pair of us at, at a bridge too farly is the is the film purist and who just likes just thinks Chris Farley is sick. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I just think Chris Farley is sick. Alexi likes movies in general. I know every yeah. movie directed by a Greek person. Really? Vanilla Spheris is Greek, dude. Yeah, I know, man, dude. Trust me. Dogtooth. She made Dogtooth. <laughs> she made the lobster. I love dude, it. She man. made Wogboy, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she made the wannabes. Yeah, so good. My, my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, that's it. It was her. originally yeah. going to be Chris Farley. That's what. Cool, that's where the. Oh, that's fat part. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I heard this, right? I heard mm-hmm. that at this point in his career, Farley wanted to be doing more dramatic stuff. Really? He didn't really want to be doing to- the fat stuff. He was stuff a tortured anymore. soul. He was. Yeah. Um, didn't want to be pinned down. And he wanted this movie to be less of a buddy comedy mm. with Spade and more of a brother drama between him and his brother character played by Tim Matheson. Yeah. And I think that they that's actually they have a pretty good storyline. I think so. I like their relationship in this. Yeah. It could have easily been the annoyed brother who's sort of is sick of his little brother fucking shit up all the time. But they, yeah. they have kind of a sweet relationship. As well. I think maybe Maybe that's, Spade would have been great in that role if they want to keep that team up going. Yeah. That, that's what the charm was. The, the brother was like, I, I really want this political career, but nothing's more important than family. I'll t- yeah, you're right. I'll tell you why good- it wouldn't have worked with David Spade in the po- political role. Mm-hmm. Because if David Spade is up there making speeches and being a politician, you would instantly assume that he's an asshole, yeah. smarmy, like yeah. a dick politician. He couldn't play a genuine no. nice guy, good politician ever. And I love Spade, but what he brings to the table before Chris Farley breaks it mm-hmm. is this like sarcastic... Snottiness. Snottiness. Yeah, and, it, and he's great at it because I think he's clearly an underdog. I think yeah. that's why it works for Spade because... He looks like and acts like the kid who would have got picked on at school. Yeah. That's my thoughts. Look. We appreciate that. You can listen, <laughs> you can listen to more on my podcast. What yeah. In a way, it was um, very unique for an SNL comedy of that yeah. era is that there's no real grant, like the there's no major scheme. It was just you've got to keep, your job is just to keep Farley <laughs> yeah. out of the hair, yeah. out of the way. When usually it's yeah. like, you've got to get this to, yeah, you know, like Billy Madison's like, you've got to do the grades you've got to in get 12, 12 years. Or even Tommy Boy's like, all these parts have to be sold, yeah. hence the road trip. And then like she's just like, keep him out of the way. Like, stay away. <laughs> which I think is, um, was it Jimmy Carter, I think, was had a, um, a, a brother who apparently like caught... Caused up some. Oh, really? Would yeah. get into mischief. It's someone like that. Doesn't where... Obama have one too? Obama's yeah, Obama brother? has a brother who's a Trump supporter. Yeah, Obama's Obama's brother's Twitter is. It's funny. <laughs> it's like <laughs> hooked is the phrase. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, do you think there's conversations ever taken place where it's like, you know, I'd really appreciate your support. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess he didn't. Yeah. yeah, he didn't. Or even it wasn't Obama v Trump. Obama's like, hey. Bro, mm. your Twitter. 
What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. what, do you think it was? <laughs> do you think it was like delete your account? Yeah, yeah he should. Uh, that'd be so funny if there was <laughs> a reply from at POTUS that just said delete this yeah. <laughs> all caps. <laughs> but this movie, it's a political film. It's yeah. so Chris Farley's brother, played mm. by um, Tim Matheson. Tim Matheson. Yeah, he from is. Fletch. From Fletch. And from the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah, he is uh, he's gunning for governor. Yep. But he's up against Christine Ebersole, who is the current governor of wherever they are. Somewhere in the Midwest. Let's call it is Vermont. She, you, you say that, um you say Christine, like is she pretty um well She's more of a theatre person, I believe. She's more of like a she she I think she's a theatery musical type person. I know she's some had some Tonys because I read her Wikipedia page three seconds ago. Man, I've had a few Tonys in my time too. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of the cast yeah, to bro. me, I just, like yeah. like I said, I know Tim from Fletch. Yeah. And below the cast to me. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, just your black sheep. The black sheep card. Yeah. So, but it's like... But she, yeah, she was just really encompassed that um, really nasty, yeah, nasty she's a old nasty, politician, nasty, yeah. And she she's Very, kind of she's a bit of a Trump esque figure. She's cooking the figures. She's ter- she's making yeah. fake voter fraud out there, and she's yeah. corrupt, dude. I don't want to take a political stand, but guess what? Too late. I've taken the stand. I'm, she, she is. I'm all in on uh, Farley's brother in play. Exactly. Yeah, same. He's the, he's the Hillary. He's know? a good bloke, man. I reckon he deserves to be governor, regardless if he won or not. They should have cooked the, side, cooked the votes on his side, I reckon. Who do you reckon? Uh, man, can I ask you guys this? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get too political, but are we pro-Trump or against Trump in this room right now? Um, 
He's good for comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm awesome. working on my character, so. <laughs> Could you give I'll us a bit know. of your Trump? Sorry? Give us a bit of your Trump. Oh, okay. Um, I just got to get into character a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this isn't a visual thing, is it? <laughs> no. Let's take you guys can say right now he's uh, he's putting actually on the, putting a wig on. Yeah. Orange, he's uh, smeared <laughs> some peanut butter over his face. He's putting on a pair of very small hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I'm ready. Lips, okay. lips are pursed. Yeah. Fingers out. <laughs> You're fired. Oh, oh, that was perfect, Donald. You're fired. The Don. <laughs> the Don is back, and now he's in charge. Oh man, I want a mad. Oh man, I'm just gonna do the rest of the app as Trump. <laughs> what are you, you black sheep? Is a- <laughs> now he's a New Zealander. Oh. You're talking about the wrong black sheep, mate. Oh. Black sheep. <laughs> black sheep, bro. Beach, oh, beach does on the- I'm black sheep. Des. How many do you know? Got the skill to go. <laughs> oh God, is that scribe? <laughs> it was an attempt. Oh, no. Scribe Trump. (laughs) You're fired. (laughs) You're fired, bro. (laughs) Oh, God. Can we get back to... (laughs) Can we get back to Black Sheep, please? Nah, bro. I like where we're going. I didn't get here. I didn't come here to do Kiwi Trump. (laughs) Kiwi Kiwi Trump's going to blow up on Twitter, dude. I know it. Hey, I got a question for you, Goxie. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize... I mean, I knew you were a Farley head, but then... I got halfway through this movie and I realized that maybe there's another reason you like it. And that is because of the MTV Rock the Vote yeah. mud honey. scene with Mud Honey. Yeah, that's yeah. great, isn't it? You're a Mud Honey guy? <laughs> I didn't know about him before this, but I, yeah, I love that. Con- and that could be the connection um, with, with Penelope as well because yeah. uh, she did the punk documentary. Yeah, The I? Decline of Western Civilization. Yeah. So, yeah. so who the, is Mud Honey for people festival, that don't know? And the festival I was at the other night hanging out backstage. Thrashville, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, this is all linking things back, but yeah. the, the singer of Cosmic Psycho is an old Oz pub rock band, pretty pretty legendary. And he is talking about his, his knowing that people from mm. that Seattle scene, like Mud Honey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's pretty cool connections like that. But, yeah, I, I love... I love that bit. Love the bit with the Jamaicans and the, <laughs> just to like, uh, like yeah, I, he's a he's a huge influence of mine, Farley, with the comedy I do, and I, I try and incorporate a little bit of that. You know, the like, yeah, the accidental wrong slogans. You know, like, yeah. yeah, one small step for man because he was stoned. And <laughs> Stumble upon stuff that I think that's Kill such a Whitey. great scene. That, <laughs> yeah. that 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 scene of them finding out of him finding out that he's Whitey. That the concept of what Whitey is, as Whitey is the man holding mm. down, mm. holding the holding them down and pushing them down. I think that is so funny because <laughs> I can imagine people, you know, young kids watching this movie when it comes out and having all these questions about that as mm. well and having to ask their folks about it. Who's Whitey? <sighs> yeah, who's Whitey? Am I Whitey? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's quite interesting to see Black Sheep and we, and we talk about... Um, the like the commercialism of like rushing it out and stuff and trying to capitalize on, mm. on his big star and and then also because you um us guys being involved in comedy you see when um people get used they don't get their skills used mm. well and another thing too is but also overdoing it i think too mm. where they're like because of he's he has when he gets angry that's pretty funny you yeah know, like but they kind of like 
You know that bit where he's a security guard? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you better step the... Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's just Oh, like, that that's the one thing. I reckon... I thought this movie was pretty good. I'll yeah. say that. But that scene, that security guard scene, when he yells at that guy, I just... Didn't didn't like it. That's what I've like. I thought like we've got to have him doing that. Yeah, they got to have him scream. But yeah. why did they have smoke coming out of his ears in yeah. that scene? There's a there's yeah, a couple he's of a monster. It's <laughs> it's the Home Alone scenario where you didn't have yeah. you know when you got electrocuted like you didn't have to have the skeleton. skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like everything else was like so good. That the universe is real. I've believed it. As soon as yeah. I saw smoke mm. come out of his ears, it just broke me out of it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Where I'm gonna come in? I'm gonna talk about. This movie, that is the moment where this goes a bridge too farly. Yeah, it goes yep, yep. too far in that. Would scene. you would you say there's too much going on? It's a bit too boosy. I don't know. I was trying to link Gary Busey. Yeah, it's quite <laughs> boosy up in here. <laughs> there's too much going on. That's the big problem I sure. think with this film. If yeah. they kind of stripped it all back, like because the, the the plot is quite quite threadbare. Yep. So they have to chuck in too many you know comedic I, set pieces for it to all work out properly. Because I. Like, I saw this, I was so, I think I was like 13, mm. like grade 7, grade 8. So, mm. you, you know. You've seen the cinema? You're obviously at the prime of your life. Yeah, the, those are my best years. No, I didn't see the cinema, I saw it on DVD. Yeah. And, um, but I remember thinking, like, just the funniest thing ever is, like, the um, bunk bed scene. Oh, mm. yeah. I still think that's good. It's, but it's, it's, it's funny, it's a bit of fun, but it's just yeah. pretty, pretty, uh, pretty easy, like, slapsticks. Yeah, but I love slapstick, man. If yeah. I could, if I could, but, bring... but I just mean, Tommy Boy had really, really good, well-written jokes. Mm. Just like, like that thing about where you're accidentally saying something, but it's good comedy, I think. Where he's like, opens up the fridge, he's trying to impress mm. in the office, and he's like, I could put six packs of soda in here. You know? <laughs> that sort of thing. But this movie, uh, I mean, the jokes. Well, I just don't think they got enough time to play together. I mm. wish that they were on s- screen together more. That whole MTV Rock the Vote section, I like. Yeah. Where's Spade There's in there? There's no Spade there. What, what is there he even doing? Well, I heard a rumor that they were both, and this is just a rumor, guys. Yeah. Allow me to bring out my spade and dig a little dirt because <laughs> I... <laughs> as long as you don't go too far. <laughs> I don't want to dig a shallow grave, but yeah. I heard that they were both arguing over the same girl. Really? Spade used to date this lovely young woman who's actually in Tommy Boy. Yep. And then they weren't official. Mm-hmm. And then Farley started seeing her as well. And then that sort of caused a bit of friction between the two of them. Really? And Spade has said something to the effect of, yeah. oh, I don't mind. We weren't dating, but I just wish that he didn't go behind my back to yeah. do it. And I think, man, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Pros before hoes. I really agree. Yeah. I must... You do have that tattooed, is it, yeah. on, your, on your back? Or? On the small of my back, yeah. yeah so. I think you've actually got it a few times on you, don't you? It's not just one tattoo. Well, I forgot I had it <laughs> once yeah. and I got it done again. <laughs> but you can never... You can, I'm kind of like Memento, but I just get the same thing tattooed <laughs> all over my body. Yeah. Bros before hoes. <laughs> yeah, and people are like, man, did something happen to you? And I'm always like, no, nah, no. Nah. I just like the way it sounds. Yeah, it's like rhymes. Yeah. Just about loyalty and... And, uh... and vengeance, dude. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some Gary Busey talk because he has quite an extended... It's like almost a cameo, but then it keeps on it's going. Weird. Yeah. And I think it's fabulous. And he's just batshit insane. He's just... You know what his character reminds me of? 
um, Steve Buscemi in Billy Madison. Yeah. They Dude. love that, getting those guys in. Yeah, there. get Just like a... Being insane. A serious actor to be a crazy person. And it's kind of the same story as the Buscemi one. Mm. Like, he's a psycho and, who's stalking him, right? Um, an interesting thing they've done, um, you, you might know from, from being the spade expert, but mm. where usually his snarky stuff um, um, doesn't have... People don't have a comeback for, but in, in Black Sheep, they're, they're kind of getting getting him back. That's true. There's the lady that, yeah. Mm. And then at first, and when she's like, what do you got going in there? A little chubby, you know? Because <laughs> he's trying to do the classic finger. Yeah. Got something for you. Yeah. So she kind of gets him. And then Busey and gets then, him. Yeah. And he's got to run and leave his cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the kids, they spray yeah, that, him. That one too. Yeah. So there's definitely a like, in this movie, Spade gets his. Do they shove a fucking. Fire extinguisher up his asshole in that scene. I think it's implied because yeah. he says something about thanks for not shoving that up my asshole. And then the next then time you see him, he's got yeah. spray all over his butt. Yeah, that's what's implied. Oh, that sucks <laughs> for him, dude. That would not be cool. No way, that would feel weird. Go on. Is that and the kid is the kid? No, the kid's not like from American Pie or something. Oh, you think it was the Sherman? No, it is the. I swear that's the Sherman. You think it's the, the Shermanator? Yeah. No, but he seems kind of rattier, tougher. Yeah, but maybe the Shermanator was rattier and tougher. And you know, yeah. is this? Hang on, do you reckon he's playing the same character, Chuck Sherman? <laughs> Wait, yeah. when did American Pie come out? Ninety yeah, nine. That's, that's only one year later. Yeah. Can't be him. I think this movie was not ninety eight. I think it was ninety six. So that's three years. Let's give. I, I assume it's Chuck Sherman. Don't just look it up. You got to know it's your pie. It, it is ninety six. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll delve deeper um, on on our um, next episode of American Pie three point one <laughs> Pi R squared. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we should talk about? I'm trying to think if there's any, anything else in this film that we should do. Well, let's go through what about um, what, some our- of the stunt work. What do you think of some of this? Yeah, exactly. When yeah, the, when the talk, table, when yeah, the let's talk house about gets... some of the best Farley moments in this film. Yeah, is there a moment in this film where you're like, "That is pure Chris Farley. This is what I paid for, and this is what I freaking got, dude." Well, like like I, like I was talking about with the stunts, there's, mm. there's some pretty insane stunt work. Just like the falling down the hill, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like I loved it, but I was like 13, and mm. it's not it's not very high quality film work. <laughs> It's just like, yep, yeah, chuck a stunt there. Yeah. And then the, and then, and some classic comedy gags of like, I've got chocolate pudding in my pants. <laughs> Dude, we didn't have any chocolate pudding. What do you think that was that went in his pants? I think it was a poo. Like a bowl of shit or something? <laughs> I think he's done a poo from being freaked in. Oh, so- I get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't He's know. I don't know if you listeners at home like know uh, about what we do in the comedy industry, but there's a, there's some there's sort of a a wave of like anti comedy. If you know about mm. any anti comedy fans out there, and like I think a lot of this where you make you know where you make fun of like classic comedy. So mm. they got like oh he's trying to get a. It's almost like like nineteen twenties thirties like mm. three stooges like oh mm. he's. Well, it wouldn't be because he's trying to get a reception. Mm. Yeah, on his phone. So that's not nine twenty. You know what I mean? It's like oh, <laughs> and then he bangs his head. You know? Yeah, it's like an homage to that kind of slapstick humor. There's all this stuff around there. There's all these little things going on, isn't there? Too because then he's got the the kid he's trying to make proud at the yeah rec center. 
I felt strange about that whole storyline. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty sweet because Farley's a sweet, innocent guy. Yeah. He doesn't seem sinister, but the way that it's written and kind of you got a hell of an way, it's, it's almost <laughs> yeah. like a grooming. Like you're watching. Yeah. If it was in a drama, this would be something you'd look out for. Yeah, mm. I, I think it's only in place to kind of to actualize and prove his sweetness because mm. otherwise it's just like him being nice to his brother. So I think they really need to like, they really want to just make it so clear. Like this guy is the best. Yeah. He, he just happens to, he means well, things go wrong. It's not his, that's yeah. so indicative of a different time. Cause now you just wouldn't be able to go be 30 something yeah. and just be down at the park with a bunch of kids playing football and then just walk one of them home and tell their grandma or whatever, Hey, I'm going to, be with your little boy every He's gonna make single it to the afternoon. Pros, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna train him every day. Like I gotta work out his arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just wouldn't be able to do that. It couldn't now. happen now. There's, that, that's the one thing I'd say is like, there's not much subtlety. It's like, like the bad guys just got to be super bad, and mm. like, and it's just the worst. Like, um, when the, the ways they set him up with like the the burning the center. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love that bit where he's just on the phone, you know, he's like, and he's listening. <laughs> there must be a thing with those guys because that's what Sandler had in Billy Ma- uh, Happy Gilmore, the weird dreams. And then he's like, you know, with the grandma. Oh, uh, yeah. My grandma, give me the finger. Like, that's right. Yeah, those guys loved the idea of grandmas in sexiness. And, and yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that was funny. My favorite Farley moment, and it might be one of you guys' as well, yep. is the polling booth. Yes. Scene where he gets stuck in the polling booth. That's just like a great physical comedy gag. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Because it shows one of his things is that he's got this uncontrollable strength. Yeah. And it's like not that he's not aware of how strong he is. It just happens. Yeah. And I love the um when he like cartwheels up to that old couple. <laughs> just the like just not knowing what's bad. I love yeah, that. Just yeah. like he's trying to genuinely help his brother, but everything he does just yeah. does not help at all. I think that's where he's at his funniest is when he's like some he's at this perfect tipping point mm. where he could go into a complete rage or he could be become the sweetest person and you yeah. never know. Like that t- polling booth one, he's stuck in the booth with these two old women, it falls over, he like Punches his way out of yeah. the back of it. And then he's like going, oh my God, and freaking out. Yeah. And then he starts punching through the wood of the thing to yeah. get the women out. Like he's being helpful. He's trying to be, a, he's trying to, and, he's always trying to be a hero. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just because like, I know, um, the whole thing of politics and comedy mm. and it's like, and it just seems so, and that whole thing is, I think it's funny to think like, like, how a candidate votes for themselves. Mm. And then even a brother is like, all he's got to do is walk in, yep. ticket off his brother. <laughs> and even that's like such a huge, yeah. nothing goes right. Like, yeah, but there's some absolute shockers of bad Jays, like stapling his hand to the tree. Yeah, yeah that's like, that feels it's like just something like, that's that just moved. over the top dumbness. And mm. getting his thumbs caught in the boot as well, yeah. or the bonnet. Yeah. Pop the boot. <laughs> Yeah. And what if, um is like I said, like at my age at the time when I liked it, I was thirty and um no <laughs> Give me a break, guys. This was last year. I thought it was my favourite film. No, but then but looking back it's like it has everything that a thirteen, fourteen year old wants, like 'cause you're like 
you know, he might be dabbling in a bit of the green, if you know what I mean. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a lot of a little uh, bit of Shrek, huh? A little yeah. bit of uh, Cotty's lime coil. That's right. Oh, okay. uh, so, yeah, yeah. No, you know what I mean? Because like, and so that like lime spiders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those bits when he's like stoned off the gas, you just love it. You know, like yeah, I love yeah. that. Jack Meehoff. Yeah, know? that's great. It's just like it's perfect for like a fourteen-year-old. Like, yeah, it's just like it's it is a fun little raunchy comedy for your teen audience. Yeah, which is who these guys really are. They're just like the teen, they're teenage heroes. Yeah, Chris Farley and David. Spade. I think I was just starting to get into like like sort of Pennywise and Michael Moore and like <laughs> take down the system too. So I'd probably like that. Yeah, the angle of the politics of it too. Or- yeah, we're gonna ruin the corruption. We're gonna drain the swamp. And then hopefully one day Chris can come and live there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, if only I, I do. I do often think of the movie that Shrek could have been with yeah. Chris Farley in it. What do you think it could? Or have been cable like? guy. Or the who would he have been in the cable guy? Which role was he off? Cable guy. The cable guy. I think so. Because uh, that's it. That's where he's like his strength is over the top. Yeah. True. Over oh, the top, needy, but yeah. lovable. It would have been a very different movie. Yeah. Did you see? It? Jim There's Carrey a- brings real darkness to that. Because he's a psycho. He's I read that person. article where they're like, he took such a risk doing that, Jim Carrey. Mm. Like, but didn't he get like the most money yeah, ever? It was the and, highest and all, paycheck that anyone had ever had. It was like $20 million. Yeah, so it's not much of a risk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, Farley, imagine Farley in all the roles we could have had him in, no. right? What all would the, you have liked to have seen him in? Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Farley play one of Dr. Evil's henchmen mm. in the... Austin Powers franchise. Yeah. I don't know. They would have had a whole character just for him. Like he would have been this wrecking ball of a, of a villain. Exactly. Maybe he could have played that Irish guy that tries to strangle Austin on the shit up. Oh, that would have been fun. I don't think of him as parroting things. I, don't, I think of him as... Oh, but, oh, oh, yeah, I get Like he was like lunch late. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of dressing up. Did yeah. Tom Arnold, I think. Yeah. So, I love lunch lady. Yeah. Same. Man, this we missed out on a lot of great things. He only died a year and a half after this one yeah. came out. Yeah, it's sad. Like um just if I think of him even that that the Chris Farley show sketch that he did on SNL, that's mm. that's how I think of him as like at his best, like that mm. sort of thing, just like he doesn't doesn't really believe in himself, you know. Yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, idiot, he's you know? overwhelmed, he's sweet. Mm. Do you know it's a funny story about that sketch, the Chris Farley show sketch? It came out of real life because every week on SNL yeah. all the actors had to pitch sketches to the hosts. Yeah. And Farley was so bad at it that he would he'd have to like sit with Alec Baldwin or whoever yeah. and he'd be like, Hey, I've got an idea for a sketch, Mr. Baldwin. Um you know that movie you did with your your wife, Kim? And Alec would go, yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that was like all he could do. He just I got think, so overwhelmed. But yeah. that's it's an antidote. It's almost like, you know, like me and you being big music fans, like you read about mm. what the scenes came out mm. of. Like, like grunge was a response to glam. Yep. Kind of like all yep. these guys over the top. And then it's guys in flannies going like, no, nah, no, nah, we, you know. Mm. And that's what punk was as well, like a response to like Queen, and mm. and that's what I feel in a world of in, in a comedy world of like guys like I've got the answer, you know, like yeah. Hicks and that, or even and even like they were buddies like Sandler and Spade, but I felt like he's different to even them, yeah, because yeah. even because 
because Spade was like, Zinger, that's how I'm going to win you over. Yeah. I'm going to pwn you. Yeah. <laughs> and Sandler was like, he's like, I'm the cool dude. Even the way he pitches himself, yeah. how he's like, yeah. I'm a guy who is awesome at hockey. Like, yeah, yeah. He's never humble. Like, yeah, that's never. true. And Farley's like, I fuck things up. Like, yeah. He always inspires others to love him. That's what he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's a, he's a huge influence to me. I, I, I like, you know, when it's like for comedians or any artist, the biggest mm. fear is to be revealed that you're ripping something off. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost like, if someone goes like, man, your stuff's just so fine. I'm like, sweet. Like, it's <laughs> all, all, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Cause there's only so much you can do. Like everything's really been done. That's why I'm like, if someone says I ripped off a Simpsons thing, I'm just going like, yeah, it's the best mm. show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not ripped off, but like, that's very similar. Cause uh, yeah. You do stuff and you realise it's your influence. Yeah. It's shining. The shining is one of your influences? No, I'm saying your influences <laughs> shine through into your... The shining is one of do. my influences. Yeah. That's how I treat people in my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still I still haven't actually seen it. Dude, you know, you've got to check it? out The Shining. We're gonna, we'll do it on our other podcast called You Don't Know Jack one day. <laughs> or um, the films of Jack Q- Nicholson. Q Brick by Brick. Oh, God. Oh, that's a good one Stanley Knife I don't know Another Kubrick in the wall Yeah, yeah. As your music influence there Pink Floyd <laughs> Guys let's See if this film Went a bridge too farly Did you think this went A bridge too farly Or do you think it not, Didn't go quite farly enough Well see look Because I'm such a spade head As you know mm. um, I watched this movie Kind of Tilted towards Wanting to see more of David Spade. The marvellous Mr. Spade. I love him. I am endeared to him. I think he is so funny and so sweet. Same with Farley. Mm -hmm. So I was a little disappointed that we didn't get more of them together. I thought it was going to be more like Tommy Boy in that regard. But there's some really funny scenes. The scene of them driving the car with the nitrous oxide leaking. Obviously the polling. polling You're you're watching that at... You need to be able to yeah. watch it when you're 14. I know, I missed yeah. out on it. In the so, camping lodge. I don't, I don't know if like American Pie would hold up. You know? <laughs> the camping lodge. See, all yeah. these scenes, I think they were really fun scenes, but as a whole, maybe it didn't hold up. But I still enjoyed it. Mm. I thought it was cool. I think it went just farly enough. Just farly enough. Goxie, where do you stand on this film? Uh, nine farlies out of ten. Nine follows out of ten. That's Far almost out. the full folly. Yeah. No, nah, it's great. It is what it is. It's it's it was rushed. It's some some pretty bad comedy gags, but mm. it's fun and yeah. Boosie. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Gary Boosie. Guys, thank you so much. What do you think though? Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about it. I think this film. Like you said, it goes just far enough. There's times where it goes a bridge too farly, mm. but most of the time it's just a joy to see Chris Farley up on screen again. And the thing that sucks about this is that because we had so few films with this guy, there's not that much to yeah. go through. Mm. And it's so even films like this where it's not like a perfect treasure, you still have to hold it dear to you because we don't have that those those other those other little gems in the tiara that is Chris Farley's filmography. I actually wonder, I don't think it was even like seen much, even though they're like, mm. let's get this out, and it was rushed. And I don't... And it, it, it's I feel like... It sounds silly. It's not like, oh, he's an underground since, you know, mm. he's not really a cult figure. He was mm. pretty big. But there's still, because the amount of people who love, like we'll talk about his, still talk about his bit in Billy Madison. Mm. People love that. You know, the bus drive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which he's uncredited for. Yeah. 
But still or even him. in Wayne's world, there's the security yeah. guard. Yeah. Yeah, he's a look. I think maybe the one gift you can give your audience on a bridge too far yep. is to tell them to watch this film. Yeah, you've got to watch it's Black just, Sheep. It's yeah. fun. I mean, obviously, watch Tommy Boy, watch all the other ones. Yep. But this one, watch it's American there. Ninja, watch it. Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Oh. Thanks for having me on your show, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys. That was a bridge too farly. Thank you for enjoying it, baby. Thanks for having me as a as a guest on that as well. It was a joy, and uh, it's a joy to finally be back with you in the Mike Check universe. Yes, we are back on topic with Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can catch us on Twitter. I am this is Alexi. You're on Twitter at I am Cameron James. Yep. We've got some shows coming up. I've always got green lights comedy nights at the end of the month. Uh, the last Friday of the month. We've got some really cool shows coming up. I think if you're listening to this today, uh, we've got a show tonight with Justin Hamilton headlining. That is the 24th of February. So that's mm. tonight. 10 days after the sexiest day of the year. Mm-hmm. What did you do for V-Day? Watch Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I've got a cool new thing that I'm doing. I'm hosting film trivia at... The Golden Age Cinema and oh, Bar. That's very cool. So I think this. I think the one coming up now is sold out. But it's every second Tuesday. That's so cool. And it's free, but you have to do RSVP because it's a small venue. So I tell you what, man. I'll see you next Tuesday. Very cheeky. Very. <laughs> now, I also have some shows up. I've just done the Perth Fringe Festival with my stand-up hour. I'm about to do the Brisbane Comedy Festival in March and then the Melbourne Comedy Festival from the end of March to the end of April. Uh, if you want tickets to that, you can go on alist.com.au and my ticket link will be on there or you can just Google Cameron James Comedy the show's called 88. It's funny. It's me doing stand-up. And then afterwards, if you want to come and hang out, we can talk about Mike. The reviews are in, Cameron. I read the first review. You did? Yeah. I glanced over it. It says, funny, sexy, cool, three words. <laughs> it's awesome. That's the perfect review. I'm going to put that on the poster. Yeah. And when I say poster, I mean I'm not going to put it on the poster. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please chat with us on Facebook and on Twitter. We love to talk about mm-hmm. Mike. And of course, jump on iTunes and give us a five-star review. And in your review, leave us the title and theme for our next super-specific actor-based podcast. Something like A Bridge to Farley, for example. Starring the films of Chris Farley, for example. Yeah, or A Spade a Spade. Goodbye, horny babies. Goodbye. It's my check. It's my check. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.